0: is truly not for the faint of heart. You're listening to the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast. This is week two, talking about praying for our families. Last week, we talked about praying for our spouses. This week, we're talking about praying for our kids. Maybe you're a parent that finds themselves in a situation know you've done all the right things, like this.
1: Them, but I'm from the minute I my
0: That's what we're talking about this week. Get somebody on. Listen to this podcast. If you're a parent, I'm sure you had a prayer like this.
1: I have a question. Go to God.
2: Why?
0: (laughs) Throughout being a parent, you're going to end up feeling like that sometimes for sure. And that's that kind of a prayer. God, why? you know, for a variety of reasons, and we'll we'll talk about, as we get deeper into the podcast, about praying when your kids are in trouble, when your kids really have needs, because really that's when parents really start to seek after God, is when their kids are in trouble. There's few pains experienced in life than watching your kids be in a difficult time, and, you know, the book of James says, you have not because you ask not. And it's really interesting about that is because God calls us to ask him, to seek him. In Matthew 7, 7, it says, See, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. This entire podcast is dedicated to teaching you that calling on God, praying should be as just as normal and a part of your life as breathing. But I want to talk about not just right now, not just about when your kids are in trouble, but praying over your kids and their future protection your, the grace of God over their life, not just in, when they get in trouble. Because your prayers, believe it or not, God hears it. Because you know why? God's looking for somebody who reaches down deep inside and gets honest with him when he, they talk to him in prayer. And there's few prayers that a, that a person can pray that's when you're praying because your kids need it. It goes way down deep. Those are prayers that can happen. Well, I say go down deep in praying for your child right now, their future, what they're going to do, their health, their protection, their knowledge, their school, their strength, their morality. Pray over your child before they get in trouble. I wanna tell you that God wants us to come to him even for blessing and good things for our kids and all of us want that. And uh, it's true. God wants you to pray blessing over your kids. Not just praying for the problems and how frustrated you are, but pray blessing over them. You know, we see this and it's an interesting little uh, insight on how God looks at when we come to him as parents on behalf of our kids regardless of what their age is even for adult children, grandchildren, whatever. Matthew chapter 20, it talks, in verse starting with verse 20, it, this is a story about the mother of James and, John, James and John, James and John being two of the 12 disciples. And it says that she got down on her knees before Jesus to ask something of him. And in verse 21, it says, And he said to her, What do you want? Take that to the bank. What do you want? What do you want for your kids? You know, I've heard a lot of negative sermons about the, this uh, this this passage of Scripture saying, well, this mother boy, she's uh, arrogant and uh, or she's. And then some of some and honestly, anti-Semitic uh, it, things that they say, like, you know, uh, it's a Jewish mom pushing up her kids. Uh, th- I find this passage to be fascinating because there's Jesus opening the door for her to ask this question. Mind you, it's Jesus; he already knows what she's getting ready to say. But you know, so so he's she says this to him. She says, "Well, say that my two sons may sit one at your right side and one at your left side when you are king." In other words, make my sons the top dogs in your kingdom. You're all-powerful, forever kingdom. I want them to be right there and have lots of power. And he doesn't rebuke her. He just tries to put it in perspective. He says, you, you, you really don't know what you're asking about. He said, are you able to, to suffer and deal with what I'm going to deal with? And... And James and John, now, they're, they're kind of the arrogant ones. They come back and say, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we'll be able to do it. And he says, well, be honest with you, you're going to suffer like men, but being granted these positions is not for me. It's for my father who grants power and authority. I mean, That's what he says. Jesus never rebukes the mom for asking for good things for her kids. He doesn't even really rebuke the arrogance of James and John. What I'm just trying to say to you is, is, is ask God for your kids. Some people tell me, ask me sometimes, can you write down some prayers that we can pray? Uh, maybe write a book of prayers. And I, and I might do that, but I'm a little adverse to that because for me, prayer is not a rote thing. It is a passionate, personal, honest thing because God already knows what's in my heart and my mind. And the idea that I'm going to pray somebody else's prayer bothers me. I can't. And I know some people have a hard time. You never prayed before. You don't know what it's all about, what it means. It's because you're so locked into religion. Forget religion. It's about being honest before God. And this passage in Matthew 20, starting in verse 20, is fascinating because it's honesty. A mom wants great things for her sons, and Jesus doesn't stop the request. And so I say to you, Ask every single day good things for you And I'm telling you, if you don't know how to pray, this is well, how you'll learn to pray. Really? Yeah, really. Oh! You know, even when we pray over our kids, there are no guarantees. God knows what he's doing. But we still pray anyway. Most of the time, you, you're, you the percentages are far better for you to be praying than not praying. One thing that's really been going through my mind lately is how I'm living my life and dealing with things... And uh, I'm going to die someday, and I'm going to stand before God. And when I stand before God, he's, he loves me. He forgives me. He's He's having me come into his kingdom because I'm turning my life over to him every single day. And I'm not perfect at all. I make lots of mistakes, sins. I screw up a lot. And yet he forgives me and loves me. And but I, And I still keep going down the road, right? I don't willfully turn my back on him, right? That's the difference. But I'm just thinking, you know, I'm gonna stand before him and he's and we're all gonna give account for our lives, what we did, what we didn't do. The scripture is very clear. It's gonna happen. We've gotta be real with this. And he's gonna ask me, you know, how much time did I spend praying for my kids and my grandkids? How much time did I spend uh, investing for the kingdom and what was really important? You know, people on their deathbed talk about the things that they wish they had done in their life and 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 spending time with their kids and investing for positive things was never low on the list. And we're going to stand before the Lord and we're going to give an account for our lives. And are we going to tell him, well, gee, you know, I just couldn't, didn't want to spend time. You know, I didn't know about prayer. Come on. Come on. Now, I'm, playing, I'm going to play for you a, a YouTube video by Pastor Jim Simble of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir called uh, My House Shall Be Called a House of Prayer. Where here's a guy who's in New York serving, dealing with the down and out, really hard times and giving his whole life and family to God, all his money, and yet his eldest daughter goes haywire, leaves the home, gets into drugs, bad relationship, gets pregnant early in her teenage years. And he feels in his life is crumbling down below. So there are no guarantees, but there's hope. If we pray, listen to Pastor Cimbala. No problem.
1: And how am I going to minister? And we're starting other churches and renting Radio City Musical and starting new churches in, in the city and, and going to South America and Carol's writing songs and making albums. But nobody knows, A very few people know, that we're, we're hanging by a thread, my friend, by a thread. Then my wife got ill, had to have a hysterectomy and the hormonal imbalance that she ended up with. My daughter's out of the house. The other two children, I'm doing the best I can. And now my wife is not talking just about leaving New York, which she wanted to, because the enemy had told her, fine, start your churches and influence people for Christ, but I'm going to have all your children. I've got one and I'm coming for the other two. And my wife believed it and told me, you can leave with me or you can stay but I'm leaving because he already has Chrissy and I'm not losing my other two kids enough with this we can't do this the the atmosphere in the city New York is a miserable place to be I'm not there because I like it I'm there because God put me there And, and, and then after the operation she's talking about she doesn't feel any reason to live any longer and, and I mean, what do you do? Your wife is flipping out. One November, after about two years had passed, Chrissy was awake. God and I got totally alone in Florida. And God spoke to me and said, I know you've been praying for Chrissy. The impressions I got were basically this. I don't want to sound mystical or sensational. I'm just going to tell you from my heart. No more talking to Chrissy and no more talking to anyone else and no more money and no more screaming and no more crying. Drop it. Just tell me. Let's make a covenant. You just tell me and I'll take care of it. On a February night in the prayer meeting, my house shall be called the house of prayer. We were all praying and calling on God and waiting on God. You know, nobody in charge, no choir, no speaker. Who needs it? You have Jesus. It's amazing how wonderful he is. And someone sent a note up to me, a woman, a young lady who's sensitive to the Lord. And she sent a note up through an usher and the note said, I feel deeply impressed that we should stop the prayer meeting and pray for your daughter. I looked at the note, people were praying all around me. I looked at the note and said, God, is this really you? I don't want to be the center of attraction. People have their own needs, but I felt impressed it was. I stopped the prayer meeting after a little while and everybody gathered together in that room, in that church and held hands, uh, over a thousand people probably that night. And, and I called one of my associate pastors in the front, and he began to pray. And all I can tell you, and I don't know what your theology is, and it really doesn't matter. I'm just going to tell you what happened. You know where Paul, Paul said, I travail like a mother giving birth to Christ be formed on you? Well, I told the people, my daughter thinks up is down, and down is up, and she thinks light is dark, and dark is light. And unless God visits her and intervenes, my daughter is out there. And, and, and I'm gonna, someone wants me to stop the meeting so you could pray. My associate's going to come, he's going to pray. And suddenly, it turned into a labor room. You ever hear women when they're giving labor? Having labor? It's not pleasant, but it has some great results. And they began to pray. I was overwhelmed by it. I was, as God is my witness, I was overwhelmed by it. I mean, they began to pray as if they went to the throne of grace like, and now, Satan, you will give up that girl. prayed I came home my wife wasn't there that night and over a cup of coffee at night I told her Carol it's over she said what's over I said it's over if there's a God in heaven what I just experienced tonight it is over finito it's over just about a day later I was shaving and my wife burst into the bathroom and said Chrissy's here I said Chrissy I hadn't seen her in four months Christen, and you better go down. I went down the steps and in wiping off the shave cream, and in the in on the kitchen floor was my daughter on her knees. And then when I walked in the kitchen, she grabbed at my pants leg. She pulled. It. She was weeping and she said, "Daddy, I've sinned against God. I've sinned against myself. I've sinned against you and mommy. Daddy." forgive me for being rebellious, etc. Daddy, Daddy, it's different. But Daddy, who is praying for me? Who was praying Tuesday night for me? Why, Chrissy, what happened? And she drew up to me. She said, in the middle of the night, God woke me up. And he showed me that I was heading toward a chasm and it had no, it had no bottom. But daddy, even as he showed me that and showed me how off I was, he put his arms around me and he showed me that he loved me and he had a plan for my life. And daddy, I I made it right with God and I could tell by her face she was my daughter again, the one I had raised. Very soon God opened the door and for the next four years she directed the music program at a Bible school. She married a man of God, they're both in the ministry today. And God reminded me once again, my house shall be called the house of prayer because when you call, I will answer.
2: Let's all join together. And if you don't happen to have a kid in trouble, then let's pray sincerely and compassionately with those who do. Father, we come to you in that beautiful name that we've been singing about. And I'm reminded that your name is above all other names and it's above the name of any kind of problem, any kind of addiction, any kind of lostness or emptiness. And we speak the name of Jesus over every family unit that's represented here and over all the children and grandchildren that are represented here. And we pray for our kids today. We pray for the kids in our nation. We pray for the youth of the world because they have challenges today that we didn't have 20 and 30 and 40 years ago. And God, I pray that you would raise up and birth spiritual heroes for them. People that they can look to, that have integrity, that are living right lives and say, I want to be like that. God, help each of us as parents to be those heroes. Help us to be good examples. God let us never tell them what to do and then find ourselves not doing it ourselves. Forgive us for any mistakes that we've made in raising our children. We know that we're imperfect and we come into parenthood with our own set of dysfunctions and it takes us time to heal and in the process sometimes we don't do everything just right. But we thank you that you can overcome all of that. And anybody who makes a right choice can have the right life so I pray for these kids I pray for sick kids to be healed I pray for lost children to be saved I pray for confused children to have peace of mind I pray that they would find their place in life and their place in society and not wander and waste the years of their life I pray for those children that are broken and have no confidence and are insecure and don't like who they are and it's crippling the future that you have for them we take authority over you Satan in the name of Jesus we bind your power get off of our kids loose them and leave them alone in the name of Jesus Christ father I thank you that you would open a fresh vial of oil today and that you would give each parent here a fresh anointing fresh hope renewed vision That they would not see what is, but they would see what can be. And call those things that be not as though they are. And I believe that they will see complete victory in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen.
0: Joyce Meyer, special prayer for our children on YouTube. You will find it there. Powerful prayer. Come on. We need to be praying for our kids. Pray for them. Just talk to God about your kids. God wants you to turn to Him. James 4.8 says, draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Just like James and John's mother went down on her knees and said, I want to ask you something. Do the same thing. Lord, I want to ask you something for my kids. This is the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast. Brought to you by 247PrayerWarrior.com. Like, share, subscribe this podcast. Somebody needs to hear it, share it. Thanks.